Hello, you're listening to the You're Not Alone podcast. I'm Lauren, aka Fucks, FCKS aren't given on Instagram, and I'm the host to this vulgar, open, honest podcast where we talk about anything and everything, from being on Instagram and periods to kinks and masturbation. I'm here to share my experiences with you all and just have a chat. Before I start the podcast, this is about Um, menstrual cups and about periods and things and I think it's really important to just go over the details a bit because obviously the podcast is very chatty and we do include most things that you need to know but I just want to you know put it out there right at the start so you don't get confused and you don't do something stupid with your moon cup. (laughs) So it's made out of silicon and you can use lube with it but you have to use a water-based lube because otherwise it'll disintegrate the cup And when you first get your moon cup, you need to make sure to boil it. I mean, it does say all of this in the the instructions, but it's so important to boil it. Even though it doesn't hold on to bacteria in the same way that, say, a tampon would, you do still need to make sure you're keeping it properly sanitised. You can't just rinse it out forever. Sorry. It will be a bit awkward because you have to get like a saucepan and hot water and your family's going to think you're making pasta and you're like... No, just boiling my moon cup, sorry. (laughs) So to boil it, basically, you put in boiling water for about 15 minutes and then you're good to go. And you need to do that, they say, at the end of every period. You don't have to do it sort of every day. You can just rinse it out as you're using it. But once you finish your period, you boil it, put it back in the little bag that it comes in, and then you can put it away for further use. Another point I wanted to make is in between uses. So... When it's full and you need to empty it, you do need to rinse it out with water. So once you've emptied it, you go over to the sink and you rinse it out. Or if you're in public, you can rinse it out with a bottle of water. Or if you don't give a fuck, then you can just walk out the cubicle and rinse it out in the sink. (laughs) Not recommended. And the most important thing, I feel like I mentioned it, but don't be afraid to get down and dirty with it. (laughs) If you've never sort of, if you've only used sort of applicators with your tampons or pads or whatever, I'd suggest trying non-applicator tampons. So it just gets you used to the feeling of having your own blood on your hands, to be honest, because it can be quite intimidating and feel quite disgusting, if I'm honest. But it's not. It's, It's your own body, it's your own blood, and you can just wash your hands thoroughly afterwards. So I'd say just get over the fact that you're gonna have your own period blood on you and get over it, get on with it. I've just finished editing the podcast now and I sort of realised I didn't introduce Belle very well and I feel really bad. So basically Belle is so lovely on Instagram, she's at blogging Belle and well to me the main thing she's known for is Belle's Bakes. It is the cutest little series, the cutest little hashtag and she just tries out different recipes. Like She comes up with her own recipes and shares them with us. It's so sweet and she's so lovely and I really hope you enjoy this chat with her. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Oh, actually, this is the first time we're speaking in real life as well. Hi. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's... Oh my god, this is so exciting. How are you doing anyway? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm really nervous, actually. Are you? Oh, no, don't be nervous. I'm I'm okay. I was just like, I've never done this before. So if I'm doing anything wrong, just let me know. <laughs> it's literally just a chat. I mean, you've listened to it before. It's just yeah. me rambling on for 45 minutes. So hopefully <laughs> it's fine. I love it. No, but so many people have been so positive about it already. It's so sweet. I know I can't believe it like oh my god I'm so excited I'm like oh yeah literally pressure I know it's like I do feel the pressure but then I've made it very very clear that the standards are very low <laughs> not to expect <laughs> this high quality amazing but like I'm not trying to fool anyone here hello welcome to episode seven of you're not alone today I have a guest I actually have a guest. I did. I got someone else to come on my <laughs> grotesque, sweary podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Blogging Bell. I feel we are calling you by your username, but that's how I know you. <laughs> Hello, Bell. Lauren. Yeah, well, you just call me Bell. It's all good. Um, yeah, it's so exciting. Thank you so much for having me on here. I actually can't believe we're doing it. I'm so excited. I know I actually have a podcast with guests on it now like what the hell I mean it's you're going up in the world this is this is where you begin you know I know and it starts with you oh How I cool. can't it honestly I just I've loved listening to a podcast and this is something I've just oh. really wanted to get involved with I just love that there is zero filter and I think everyone finds the podcast very relatable because of that you know there's there's nothing that skimmed over we go into the full detail <laughs> and <laughs> you just need to sometimes though it's like people are too afraid to say these things so yeah thank you so much for having me on here I'm really excited to talk about it oh well I'm gonna I feel like I should say what we're talking about yeah go for uh, it we're talking about the moon cup the silicon cup the queen of period products I think <laughs> the holy grail of menstrual uh <laughs> literally a holy grail <laughs> yeah um this is like a very actually quite a new topic to me um I only discovered moon cups like a couple of months ago but I'm just I can't believe I've haven't had them in my life before and so I was so excited when you said yeah let's talk about this because I kind of just want to shout from the rooftops about it I feel like more girls need to know about these <laughs> literally and when we were talking about it you know a few people have said about wanting to be on the podcast but you were the first one to be like I'd love to talk about moon cups I was like great come on let's <laughs> talk about it I think it's because um I basically got introduced to moon cups by reading Rebecca Selick's blogs on Instagram who I actually met through Shreddy as well and um, she does amazing blogs and Rebecca did a whole blog about moon cups and I read it and I thought oh my gosh this sounds great and it was just so refreshing to read something which was so open and honest and you know gave really educational information to make an informed decision about using a moon cup but also with almost like the friendly advice as well of you know how she found it. And it made me think, okay, now I've been given this information, I actually feel like more comfortable about actually giving them a go. And mm. so now I've got used to them. I think, well, I definitely wouldn't have given this a go if I hadn't read Becca's blog. And so I'm hoping that people listening to this podcast who might be considering 
you know, using a moon cup, get to listen to this and decide to give it a go if it's something they're interested in. That's kind of why I thought it'd be a good one to talk about. It is a really good one because, you know, we're all used to pads and tampons and things, and that's all we're taught we're taught in school and whatever. But I mean, I wouldn't call them dangerous. I'm not trying to fear monger, but they're just mm. not good for you. They're really yeah. not good for you. Or the environment. <laughs> or the environment. Yeah. Save the turtles. Don't get Absolutely. toxic shock. Get a moon cup now. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Get a moon cup yeah. now. So obviously I think uh, people on this uh, listening to this podcast can hear that we're a fan of them. But yeah. I do want to like be really honest that you know it wasn't the easiest journey for me I wouldn't say I found it amazing from beginning to end you know um, oh god no it I think <laughs> and I think that is important to talk about that so for me you know I really thought it was a great idea I wanted to do it because it's cheaper it's better for the environment it's so much more convenient I mean you basically never get caught short you know you you don't yeah. run out of tampons it's there all the time which to me is just so convenient because I'm on the POP pill so I have really irregular periods I don't know when they're gonna come so annoying and yeah just catch me by surprise so I thought you know what this will be so much easier um but you know I just feel like a lot of people need to know that the application of them it can be quite <laughs> tricky I mean I found it quite hard <laughs> I don't know about you I feel like we should explain what a moon cup is. I've just yeah. realised <laughs> so what a moon cup is. So basically, if you haven't seen them, it's a silicon menstrual cup and it's quite flexible. So you fold it, you put it in like you would a tampon and it opens up and it just stays there and catches your period, basically. And then yeah. after... I mean, you can even go up to 12 hours with these things because they're made out of silicon. They don't yeah. harbour bacteria in the same way that a tampon or a pad mm. would. So you can keep it up for 12 hours and then you basically reach up there, you get all up in there <laughs> and you pinch it and you pull it out. And it also has a little stem on it, which you can pull down as well. But... Oh God, I, I literally don't know what I do without that stem. That stem is crucial. <laughs> Oh yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like so for me, like you said, it's the idea of it is genius. Um, you literally pop it up, and you don't have to worry about it all day. I mean, for me, that's just great because tampon is such a pain. Thinking, oh god, I've got to go change. Great, got to do it again. And especially yeah. if you're on heavier days, it can become a real inconvenience. Especially if you're at work or you're, you know, walking around doing something and you can't find the nearest toilet. They are a pain. Um, but the application for me, I think, was the one part that to me was at first a disadvantage. However, saying that, now I'm used to them. It's absolutely fine. But yeah, I suppose really we should describe our experiences with it. I mean, I'm happy to open up about it um, with, you know, actually applying a moon cup because I think for me, I knew it was going to be tricky, but I wasn't, you know, I feel like not many people speak about these kind of things. They don't open up. About... It's really, because um, obviously you, you've got to get up all up in there and it's really gross and it can be actually really messy and people don't really want to talk, but they don't want to talk about getting their period blood over their own hands and <laughs> potentially on the floor. And, you know, <laughs> people just don't want to describe that, but it is part of it. And it if you're using it. it for the first time. Yeah. And you realise how sort of in-depth you have to go and mm. how hard it can be to take it out, 
you know, like in public or whatever, it can be, you know, obviously it sounds like a miracle product and it is a miracle product and I love mine so much. Mm. But there are some things you've got to be aware of, like, well, if you're in public. So basically with the moon cup, when you take it out, you have to rinse it out. Mm -hmm. And if you're in public, that can be a little bit difficult. Yeah. Yeah, they say to, you know, you just use a bottle of water or something and just rinse it and yeah. you know, tip it down the toilet, which is fine. And that, to be honest, most of the time you could probably do that. But it is something to consider if you are going to go for a moon cup. Um, I think also, I don't know about you, but for me, especially when I first used it, I really needed to be at home in a relaxing environment in my own bathroom where I could just focus on trying to get this thing up there. I was like, I need to just be relaxed as possible and oh yeah (laughs) because they it's so funny I actually read it said make sure you're relaxed and I was thinking how is anyone relaxed doing this for the first time (laughs) oh literally if you see it I mean it's not that big but it's bigger than a tampon Mm -hmm. and it's really intimidating like think about when you were say like oh I don't know depends on when you started your period like 13 14 15 trying to use a tampon for the first time yeah that's a really good way to describe it 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 does feel like you're using a tampon for the first time all over again and I talked about it on the podcast last week but in regards of sex when you're mentally not in the headspace Mm. your vagina knows and it's like a venus flytrap and it does not (laughs) want to (laughs) relax I mean that is actually the perfect way to describe it. it is it just doesn't it's like nope no exactly. don't want it tense, don't want it if you're tense just just try another time the best yeah. thing to do is to for sure be in the right mentality choose a day where you know maybe you don't have to do it right at the beginning of your period just choose a time when you are either alone or in a comfortable environment where you feel relaxed already and you think okay let's just give this a go not when you've got 10 minutes to leave the house because you've got somewhere oh to my be. god that is not the time to give this a go for the first That's time right. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not but and I could- you know i want people to think that you know, I want people to be scared off by this they are really worth trying i mean for me once I had sat down, and I, I actually find it, people find it easier. Some stand up and do it. Some people squat. I actually just sit on the edge of the toilet seat. I find it easier because my, my legs aren't tensed because they're not standing up. And so I just feel more Yeah, relaxed. I do that. Um, so I was just sat there. I was like, okay, calm. I've read the instructions like five times. <laughs> um, and then I don't know about you, but when I first applied it, I just um, covered it in a bit in water to make it just a bit easier to to get in really okay um that really helped me and um you know once it was in I was like oh gosh wow that was a bit intense but then within around I think probably an hour I completely forgot I even had it in I actually it's amazing thinking oh my gosh I I I've completely forgot I'd even put a moon cup in and I was so surprised by how, like, comfortable it was. I don't know about you, but for me anyway, my experience with it, once I'd got the application out the way, I was almost like, I felt elated. I thought, wow, this is going to make periods so much easier. I don't have to worry about it all day, pretty much. I mean, obviously, it depends on every girl's flow. But for me, it was absolutely fine. I just, I found it so freeing. That I didn't need to, you know, I was going out actually later on that day to the park. It was really sunny. And I thought, 
I don't need to pack any tampons in my bag. I can just chill. I don't have to worry about this till I get home later tonight. And I just thought, gosh, this is this is how it should be. You know, we oh, yeah. it's our lives as much as it does. And um, I just think it's, I really would say to anyone thinking, oh, maybe I should do it. Just give it a go because it's just so convenient. I mean, you can look at it and have the fear, but just, just buy one. Yeah. You'll, you'll get the hang of it. And also you can use water-based lube if you're really having trouble yeah don't use any other lube because it will disintegrate the (laughs) silicon but just have like a little bit of water-based lube or like you did with water Uh and you can try as many times as you like you know if you get it wrong just wash it off try again again for sure and you'll get it and also I find like you said you didn't realize you had it in it's nowhere near as drying as tampons I found tampons so drying because they not only absorb the period, but they absorb any other lubricant that's there. And oh, once you use a moon cup, tampons are just the worst. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's. I mean, for us, we've had great experiences, but I do know some girls who have had less positive experiences. And so I think it does depend on what works for you. Um, so some girls may think, God, listening to this, there is no way in hell. I tried it. I hated it. But for me, I would agree. I do think it's about the application. It's about staying calm. But also, if you don't find it comfortable for whatever reason, then obviously don't force yourself to keep trying. You know, if it doesn't work for you, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, you um, could hurt yourself and things like don't. Yeah gosh yeah don't put too much pressure on yourself if it doesn't work because I actually remember thinking this about tampons I used to hate tampons and I was like oh my god every girl raves about them I just can't get on with them and eventually I did but I do think it's important to also you know say to anyone who's listening there's there's no pressure you know it's we're obviously raving about it because it works for us but if it doesn't work for you there's obviously so many other products out there but this is a great alternative to try yeah, I think now it'd be such a good idea. You know, say if you're my age, sort of like 23, you know, early 20s or even whenever, however old you are, if you've been using a certain period product for this amount of time, there are so many out there to look into mm-hmm. and yeah. so many that no one ever talks about. I just think that we all try the same thing. Um, you know, we just do it. It's like the pill. We just take the same pill for years on end, whatever. There's so many to try. And I think there's the perfect solution for everyone, whether that's pads, you know, moon cups. I'm sure there's so many others that I don't even know about yet, to be honest. I saw um, a really good one the other day, actually, for those who do like tampons. I think they're called Dame. And they're like a reusable tampon applicator. So therefore, you don't need to buy tampons with the plastic applicators on them. You buy the ones without to obviously obviously reduce um, plastic waste. And That's amazing. Yeah, genius idea. So again, there are so many ways. But I think for me anyway, and I think for a lot of girls our age, our generation are very focused now on reducing plastic waste and trying to be better for the environment. And those kind of um, menstrual products are so worth looking at because... I, I mean, God, think of, I, th- I can't remember the statistic I read, but it is millions of tampons a year that go into, you know, and millions of plastic applicators that go into the sea every year. It's just shocking. Oh, my God. Think about just like you individually. Literally. Like how many tampons you've gone through since you started your period. 
It's, I know, it's crazy. And not to mention, though, expensive. Like, this moon cup, you pay 20 quid, one go. You never have to pay anything again. Yeah. Oh, also, I'd like to mention, we're saying moon cup. Moon cup's the brand. There yes. are other brands of menstrual cups out there. It's just... I feel I don't know about you, but I feel like Moon Cup was like the pioneer, like sure. the original. That's the one I thought. It's like Hoover and vacuum cleaner. Like yeah. Hoover's the brand, but you call all vacuum cleaners <laughs> Hoovers. Same with Moon Cups. All menstrual cups are Moon Cups to me. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I do think there are some other brands I know of, but I just use Moon Cup because it's the one that Becca recommended, and it it does seem to be the brand that is most talked about. And so I think as well for me going and trying a new product like this I wanted to go for one which was tried and tested and the one that was most raved about I think I felt more comfortable going for the big name if that makes sense and it's also the one that sold in boots yes like that's back right, when I, mine. yeah back right when I bought mine that was the only brand that was sold in supermarkets but now you can get them in like Tesco Asda Sainsbury's and you can get multiple different brands as well yeah it's which so I find good. really cool. You can also order on their website if you don't have um, a Boots or a Super Drug anywhere near you. But for me, I just found it easy to just pop into the shops and go get one. I mean, obviously, this was not in strict lockdown, no. so at least we were yeah. able to go into the shops. But, um, you know, if you want to, you can also just order them online through their website or through another menstrual cup website and give it a go. Um, but from what I've read, the Moon Cup material as well is another reason I bought it. It's because it's a very safe high quality grade um of you know materials that they're using um, oh they're amazing so soft yeah so soft and um for anyone listening who's thinking oh god do i do it sounds a bit scary it only because i (laughs) want to be honest that it is just a bit intense when you first try it but genuinely once you're in you'll think oh god what was i worrying about because that's how i felt anyway i don't know about you long but i thought what was I worrying about? Why did I panic so much? You know, it's fine and it is going to come out. <laughs> yeah, There's that's no the main thing. To go. It's going to come out. <laughs> I mean, you have muscles out there, you know, it is going to come out. Yeah. And one thing I will say is um, I came across a YouTube channel, which is how I discovered it, called Precious Stars Pads. And she does incredible videos and she's done lots of comparison videos of different types of cups honestly really there are there are dozens of different shapes sizes all sorts and she does she does like this versus this type of comparisons so for me my cervix lies quite low so I was a bit worried that I wouldn't be able to actually get the moon cup in Mm. and I'd highly recommend anyone who's thinking of trying a menstrual cup to just get in there and feel your own anatomy like feel where everything is so oh this is this is how sex ed lessons should be um if if you put fingers up there and you can feel it feels like the tip of your nose so if you're listening now feel the tip of your nose (laughs) and it feels it feels quite firm but it's got a bit of a dent in it that's your cervix so if you reach up there and you feel a bump that's got a little dent in the middle, you'll feel your cervix. And for some people, you can't really feel it because it's quite high up. But I know for me, I can feel it really well. So mine sits quite low. And that'll affect what type of moon cup you get and how you put it in. Because mm. I know I've heard some girls with quite a low cervix, when they put their moon cup in, their cervix can actually sit in the moon cup. 
which is wild what? to me. What? Yeah. Oh and it gosh. means that I think I've had it a few times where obviously the moon cup can't hold as much blood because your cervix is in it. Wild. Gosh. I did not know that. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it I, that makes sense to be fair, but I, I didn't even consider that. I suppose everyone's different, aren't they? So it doesn't hurt or anything. It's just, yeah. So if you've got. I'd recommend seeing where your cervix lies to just really know your body. I think that makes it so much easier if you know where everything sits Mm -hmm. and just where everything is so you Mm -hmm. can place the moon cup in properly so it works for you. For sure, for sure. And I think we should touch on as well uh, get it out because let's be honest, for me anyway, just like getting it in, it was, I'll be honest, I got stressed. At one point, I so I sat there, I was like, okay, time to get it out. Let's give it a go. Read the instructions, did exactly what it said, didn't come out. And I thought, oh, oh. my God. And very quickly, I got very panicked. I'm sitting there, I'm getting hot, I'm getting flustered. Oh, my God, you get so sweaty. Oh <laughs> I was getting sweaty. I was taking off my jumper. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go to Same. A&E. I'm going to have to go to a and I'm going to have to have surgery. To get out. <laughs> this is the end. I was fully panicking. <laughs> it's just ridiculous looking back at it but that is how I felt and you know it's totally normal to feel like that because it is like you said earlier I think the word is so right intimidating it is at first you think oh god what am I doing why does anyone do this but relax that's the best thing to do is just relax and keep trying and it does come out eventually and some people describe it as really messy I actually didn't have that problem if you're really careful and you stay Mm. calm you're absolutely fine and it doesn't go everywhere um but obviously it completely depends it's different for everyone you know no one's going to have the exact same uh, experience but I just think it's so important to mention that because I don't want to make out that it's all amazing you know it it was a bit intense trying to get it out at first and I I just had to take a breath I thought okay it's there's no other way of it coming out other than coming out this way so it, it, yeah. will, it will come out I just need to breathe. yeah that's a good point it's like it has to come out this way and it will come out this way <laughs> there's no other route for it to take and this goes back I think to if you're trying it for the first time try it on a day where you know you are comfortable and in your own home environment or an environment where you're comfortable in because it's quite important and then, to be honest, after that, I would—I don't know about you, Lauren, but for me, once I'd done it the first time and I'd got it in and out safely, I was pretty—I was pretty ready to go. It oh, I was away. A, yeah, I, it took a few times to get used to it every now and then, but the more I was doing it, the easier it became. And before I knew it, I was like, "Wow, I'm never going back." <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you get on with it, then that's it. Oh, and I have to mention, you can sleep with it. You can sleep with it in. Can you? Because I haven't tried that oh. yet. Yes, you can. Because oh. it's um because obviously with the tampon it's cotton and it mm. it absorbs and it's not very good for you. But with the silicon, it doesn't absorb anything, it just holds it in the cup and it doesn't grow bacteria in the same way that a tampon may. And also it's a lot more comfortable sleeping. So yeah, yeah, you can fully sleep with it in up to twelve hours. I mean, I wouldn't recommend, but you could probably go more, you know, if you have a little yeah. bit longer sleep, because I know. If I put a new tampon in, I, I slept in tampons. It was awful. But I know if I went to bed with a tampon and I slept a little bit later, I'd be in full-on panic thinking, oh, I'd, think, thinking I'd got toxic shock overnight. <laughs> and, oh, my God. Yeah. And the thing is, is that is 
you know, it is actually a concern. The more I think about it, the more worrying it is that we are buying products which are going inside of us, which have a leaflet that come with them saying could cause toxic shock syndrome. Oh, sick. I'll I'll put it in then. (laughs) Great. Sounds brilliant. I'll take two. Like... (laughs) yeah we just accept it as normal it's like no and actually thinking about it now it's just it's not um and you know there are other like organic and better brands and the big names out there that you can use probably have better materials in cotton tampons but they're still like you said they are very drying and um I do think I do think there is becoming a shift, especially in our generation, where more women are becoming better educated on the products out there, and we are becoming so much more aware of what what we deserve as well. Like, no, I mean we're going through it. Well, if you're on a regular cycle once a month for a good like forty years or so, like come on. Ridiculous. We may as well be comfortable. Yeah, I mean, it's one week or every month for most women, and that's a long time. If you add it all up, you've got to be as comfortable as possible. And I think as well, it. I don't know about you, but when I first got it, I I spoke to Becca, and she was great. She was so helpful, and she answered all my questions. And so as soon as I got mine, I thought, God, I need to talk to my friends about this because I wonder if they use them. No one has ever spoken to me about it. And as soon as I started opening up to my friends, it, I couldn't help but laugh. We were actually all in the park and I was I was actually so excited that the fact that I had this moon cup and it was all going great. <laughs> I had to just shout from the rooftops and then I was like, guys, guess what? And I was like soon, that. As soon as I told them, they were like, oh my God, no way. I've always wanted to try one of those. How have you found yes. it? And they were asking me, literally, we spoke about it for a good hour at the park in full detail. And then I just thought, if I hadn't said anything, they would have still had all those questions. And it's just funny, isn't it, how we we almost feel sometimes not comfortable enough to even speak about these things until someone else brings it up. And it's, it's like, oh my God, I wanted to talk about it. Here's a... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. And, and I just think, why? Why are we staying so quiet about these things? You know, it's not a bad topic to talk about. We have every right what? to talk no. about it. And it's important. We should be speaking freely about these things. It's not something to be embarrassed about or ashamed about. And yet, I don't know about you, but I do still think there is a lot of stigma surrounding talking about periods. I really do. Yeah, I agree. Or, you know, you always call it different. You call things different names. That's something I don't agree with. It's like vaginas, periods, you know, they're, yeah. they're words. Yeah, literally. There's no need to hide it. Nearly all women have them at some point in their lives. And so, you know that's nearly that's basically 50 percent of the population in the whole world are going yeah. through something similar together at some point in their lives albeit in different ways of course but you know we sh- we should feel comfortable to have these conversations and so if you want to speak about it or you want to know more I'm sure you do as well Lauren but I'm happy to for people to message me in my dms about it on instagram and oh my god yeah I love a chat to, you know for the for the other girls out there who have got them be confident to bring it up with your friends because I know that as soon as I did it was such it was actually a really humorous conversation as well because we were all just laughing about how excited we were about it and all these (laughs) hilarious questions we were asking and it's it's good to open up the conversation I think I think sometimes you need to be that confident friend I mean there's a lot of people who grew up in maybe a conservative household or a conservative friend group 
And if you're the one who's confident enough to bring it up to people who have been dying to talk about it, like Mm -hmm. I've had a couple of people DM me saying, oh my God, my friends would never ever talk about this. And hearing you speak about it has made it seem normal. And that's exactly what I want. I'm like, it should be normal because it is. It is. Yeah, it is normal. This is so true. Oh, it's so true. That's so good. And this is why I love the You're Not Alone podcast, because that is what this is all about. And uh, it's just so great to be on here. I'm so excited by it. Oh, that's good. Well, this can be a part one, you know. Oh, You can come back on. (laughs) Talk about whatever you want. Because like when we were DMing, like, oh, you know what you want to talk about? I'm like, whatever genuinely whatever the bloody hell you want i'll talk about (laughs) literally everything and anything we'll talk about (laughs) i think that's um what i've put in the description i talk about anything and everything and and it's so good because that is exactly what us women need we need these conversations and they need to be had and i just i hope that this this has been helpful for for someone out there yeah, even if you knew all the information we spoke about, but just making it more normal to talk about. Because yeah. I remember being feeling so weird watching YouTube videos about it. I was like, God, this is weird. Like, why am I watching all these videos about period stuff? But it's not like there's so much out there, like Precious Stars pads. I highly, highly recommend because she actually makes her own reusable pads and she just openly and honestly gives out all this information about periods and stuff. She does period vlogs as well, which I think is so cool. Oh, that's like great. talking about talking about everything to do with a period. I mean, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Like I wouldn't watch it just having my lunch, but you know, <laughs> it's good to have it out there if you need the information, especially for young girls. Like imagine if we had all this information oh, when we were like twelve. That'd be amazing. So true. Yeah, all we had is. Oh, sorry. I think I had one class. I think on it, one class on periods, and that was it. There you go. You got all the information you need. You're on your way. Yeah, and it was always the like middle-aged teacher who had gone through the menopause, who was like giving awkward information about periods and stuff. And you're like, what, ten or eleven? You haven't even started period yet, and you're like, what? Literally so much information to take in in one go you're thinking what the hell I did not sign up to this <laughs> oh my god I was training to be a primary school teacher if I became fully qualified and was given sexual education parents would be coming at me like Jesus I'd, Christ <laughs> I'd love to see that I would love but you'd give them what they need you'd give them I know what they education. actually need yeah this is true <laughs> I do wonder if moon cups are spoke about in sex education now, along with like pads and tampons. Yeah, I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. I, I mean, obviously, we're so far away from the education system now, but I know I would. I, I know how depressing I would. I would, <laughs> hope, I would hope that they do. But I doubt that there's much concentration on it. And if there is, I'd love to no. know. P- please DM us and let us know. Cause that, it'd be great. Yeah, if you're in primary school and have oh. sex education, DM us and let please. us know. <laughs> I'd love to know. Oh, God, I hope so no true. one of that age is listening to me. Jesus. I will have parents <laughs> coming after me then. Can you imagine? No, it'd be, you'd be all right. You'd, you'd handle it. <laughs> yeah, tell them to fuck off and teach their kids better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if they're angry it's like well clearly they want to know so off you go 
<laughs> you're just providing them the information they need yeah it's like well i think you should listen to my podcast and teach your children there we are <laughs> but yeah see just even chatting about this like let's normalize this situation let's let's make this an open conversation that can be talked about that doesn't need to be judged it's not gross Mm -hmm. it's not disgusting it's normal life and I just think that should be the takeaway point is if you want to try it try it there's nothing to be and you know make sure it works for you I think that's really important as well is make sure that this works for you if it doesn't there's always something else out there but either way open up the conversation ask your friends what they use because you'll be surprised I didn't realize how many of my friends already use menstrual cups I was like oh my god so it's not just me and I thought I was the first one trying them and I was thinking oh okay well I'm glad I'm not alone then Oh yeah, you thought you were so cool trying to moon curve. It's like, hey guys, I find this new period product. <laughs> yeah, we've already, we've been there, Belle. We've been yeah. using it for years. Oh right, okay. <laughs> Didn't know. But yeah, I think uh, really just like wrapping it up. It's that that should be the takeaway point. We need to normalize this, and it is okay to have chats for things to go wrong when you're natural. You know, products. Nothing's smooth sailing. It's it's oh, no. not like a dream. <laughs> It's not like an advert where it all goes perfectly, but eventually you'll find something that works for you and you'll think, oh my gosh, thank goodness. Thank goodness I tried this. And then, like me, you'll want to go to the park, meet your friends and shout. Yeah. <laughs> also, one thing I wanted to mention is don't be afraid to invest in things yes. for yourself because it seemed, because that's what put me off is the price. Mm. But just if you've got the money, just don't buy certain things that you usually like, like a top or whatever. Just spend it on something that you want to try. And if it makes your period easier easier for the rest of your life, then it's an amazing investment. And exactly. 30 quid is just nothing, really. Literally. Literally. I, I, I thought, I can't remember to be precise on how much it was. I thought mine was around 20, but. Mm, it's, so it's between 20 and 30, I think, the mainstream ones. Yeah, yeah, depending on which one you get. And also, I think you've got to look at it as how many boxes of tampons is that? Four? You know, it's oh god, not, yeah, it's not easily. Many. And when you think of it like that, and you put it into perspective, you'll have to buy tampons every month, or you buy one thing for literally forever, and you're done. And you will never be caught short because you'll have it. And it comes with a really cute little um pouch as well. I oh, I love that. the little bag. The little <laughs> <laughs> and you can just put it in to keep it discreet. So if you're on the move and you think you might be coming on, you can put it in your handbag, and no one would ever know. And it's, you know, it's very discreet. And um, yeah, you just will never have to worry about buying menstrual products again. Way more discreet than those. Do you remember the body form tins oh, that they bought God. out? Oh, God. Oh, my what? God. They, <sighs> do you remember that there was a point, there was a time when they were actually really cool to almost collect. And it's like, which design do oh, you have? Oh, God. <laughs> and they don't so fit one. weird. In. And they don't only fit one pad in. And it's like, thinking back now, okay, great. I've got a tin with one pad in. What now? I need another yeah. one. Yeah. So I have to open the tin and then open up the packet. It's like, oh, now you're doubly going to know that I'm just opening a pad in the top. Oh, it was just so weird. It was a weird phase. Weird tread, that, wasn't it? Like, what tin have you got? Oh, my God. (laughs) I completely forgot about those. Oh, that's so funny. How did you like it? How did it feel? Oh, I literally... It's actually just so fun to just have a chat. Like... It's just so chilled. I I feel great. (laughs) Yeah, it's like 
just recording it on your phone. I'm most of the time I'm just laying in bed and I just chat for an hour, edit it and put it up and it's it's so much fun. It is. It is. Oh, thank you so much for having me on it, Lauren, honestly. I've loved it. I'd love to have you back again. You've got such a good podcast voice, I think. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, <laughs> I I'll happy do it. Honestly, I'd love it. It's um it's just so enjoyable and it's so nice when you like someone like yourself opens up the conversation for so many people in different ways and it's it's nice to be part of it and when I heard them I thought oh my gosh I want to get involved because it's just it's such a fun chilled vibe and I think lots of girls out there really enjoy listening to it and I, I just that. so thank you for I can't wait me. you're so welcome I can't wait to pass the mic to everyone I'm literally like yeah. here here's the stage for you say whatever you want <laughs> come on this is your chance. Oh, I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, the next guest on You're Not Alone. Oh, I'm so excited. Very exciting. Oh, well, thank you so much, Lauren. This has been amazing. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on and opening up. Now that Belle's come on, you have to share it. She's openly talked about her own period. So if you don't share it, that's really rude. <laughs> if, if you don't share it, I won't have anyone else on. Don't let me down, guys. You know, <laughs> I've opened up. <laughs> I've honestly, it's been so good. I know I keep saying, but thank you so much. Um, I've really enjoyed it. And let's definitely do this again. Oh, well, uh, I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later, hon. Mm. Bye. Bye. And that's it. That's my first episode with a guest. How good was that? I feel like Belle was the host. Like, if you listen to that with no context, you think the Belle was the host. She did such a good job and actually made it structured and educational for once. I feel like I just blab on and on about stupid shit and she actually took control and was so good and so helpful. If you liked it, please give it a share. You know, Belle was so brave to come on my stupid podcast and open up about her period. So I think she deserves all the shares and all the attention. And if you've got any bad comments, keep them to yourself. I'm only joking. If you've got any feedback, please DM us and let us know. We'd love to hear it. Right, thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next week. Bye.